Arthur teed me up perfectly for this one. I don't know if you heard it in his voice when he read from Zephaniah, but there was one line that when he said it, his voice shook. I will change their shame into praise. I will change their shame into praise. When I graduated from college, we received the news that some dear family friends were getting divorced. No one was surprised. He was married to his work. She had taken care of all three kids and had been a super mom to all of us, running carpool, the PTA, and acting as mission control for all the friend groups of the three siblings. We rarely saw their family when their dad was around, but I was taught to believe that divorce was universally something about which we should be sad. They announced their divorce once the youngest child had gone to college. When they told the kids, they also were not surprised by the news. In fact, my friend said to her mom and dad, why did you wait so long? We all knew neither of you were happy. Her mom answered, for you all, we didn't want to disrupt, disrupt your lives. We waited for you all. This devastated my friend more than the news of the divorce. She felt such deep sadness that her parents had been ashamed of the marriage they had and the marriage that they did not have. She felt such deep sadness that they couldn't see through the shame to the love that they had still all absorbed. She felt such sadness that their shame had been the source of their decision to stay unhappily married for over 30 years. And she felt tremendous joy and relief when they finally decided to live their lives separately. I will change their shame into praise. Recall for me, if you will, the Christmas classic, Home Alone. The young Macaulay Culkin gets left behind when his family leaves on vacation and he has to fend for himself very capably for three very unrealistic days. But the most meaningful part of the story is the relationship that Culkin's character develops with the frightful character next door, Old Man Marley. Now, as children are wont to do, the evil myth of this unknown character grows far greater than any one individual could possibly fulfill. They imagine him to be a mean, violent old man by virtue of the fact that they didn't know him. He was a mystery. But in fact, he had become something of a recluse because of a falling out with his son years earlier. Both find themselves in need of the other when alone in an empty church on Christmas Eve. What Marley reveals to the young boy is just pure heartache and loneliness. For years, he's wanted to be in relationship with his son and his granddaughter. And for years, he's been too ashamed to know how to make a change. With the piercing clarity that only a child can provide, old man Marley is encouraged to simply tell his son how he feels. The old man does eventually reconcile with his son and is able to enter into relationship with his granddaughter. The final scene is a glimpse of what it looks like to come out of the darkness and into the light for one who has been mired in shame to be set free. I will change their shame into praise. 
Social worker Brene Brown has made shame and vulnerability the focus of her life's research. And over decades and thousands of interviews, she settled on this definition. Shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Shame is the fear of disconnection. There are so many different ways that shame manifests itself in our lives as fear, as perfectionism, as addiction, as broken relationships. And oftentimes we have moved so far from the source of our shame, we don't even know to call it that. But at the root, shame is an experience of unworthiness. It is also a universal experience, one of the most primitive emotions of them all. Now, whether it comes from a broken family of origin or a scarring experience on the playground as a child, we have all known shame. And yet, shame is something we're afraid to talk about. But nothing fuels shame more than keeping it in the dark. The less we talk about shame, the more control it has on our lives. As I've learned more about shame over the years, I'm particularly attuned to its very rare appearance in scripture. Interestingly enough, it will come up twice for us today. When I read today's text from Zephaniah, it stuck with me in the same way that a, like, uh, a jingle from a commercial does in your head all week. These piercing words of the prophet cut directly through the superficial to the heart of matters. I will change their shame into praise. God declares that God will take our innermost fears and transform them into something worthy of praise. Now, a social worker might instruct us to combat shame by practicing shame resilience But there's an important Christian perspective on all of this, as Zephaniah alludes to. As Christians, we are to locate ourselves within a particular Christological and ontological framework, meaning our understanding of who we are is specifically formed by who God is and who God created us to be, absolutely and always worthy of love and belonging exactly as we are. One more time, our understanding of who we are is specifically formed by who God is and who God created us to be. Always and absolutely worthy of love and belonging exactly as we are. I will change their shame into praise. Well, these may not be my particular stories or your story. There is a piece of these stories that belongs to each of us. And shame does not have to be the most powerful force in our lives because God's mercy exists. There is nothing we have done or could do to earn this reality, as John the Baptist so rudely and forcefully reminds us. There is nothing we can do to be worthy of our Savior. But we don't have to. Because of who God is, we are assured over and over again that we are worthy of love and belonging. I will change their shame into praise. 
so I wonder, I wonder if you might wonder with me what it would be like to trust God with your shame. For as the prophet Zephaniah reminds us, I will change their shame into praise. Amen.